Welcome back to the At The Yard Podcast. I am your host, Les Lukacs, once again joined by Joey Cohen. And Joey, we kicked off the 2023 year this past weekend with a couple of events. Today we're going to jump into the SoCal preseason All-State Underclass event. Uh, yet another loaded event, 13 players in the 25 and 26 classes ranked in the top 50 in their respective classes, uh, about close to 60 players total in the entire event uh just another really really loaded event with some underclassmen many of whom committed uh but a whole lot of them that are uncommitted that are going to be names for everyone to know here in the next couple of years yeah it was you know it was a super solid event um things were looking pretty bleak at times in terms of getting the event off but no thank god we had elsinore high school in their you know alter facility to host us um you know, in terms of the roster, it was, you know, pretty dang deep, filled with some, you know, like you said, highly ranked guys, along with some guys, you know, you and I saw in the fall and the winter that, you know, earned an invite to this event because of those looks. But yeah, it was overall, overall, overall great, you know, awesome that we kind of introduced some live ABs to this event for the first time. And, you know, the kids love it when they get in the box, gets a live arm and it, you know, also helps in our evaluation a bunch. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the third annual underclass event that we've done uh, in the SoCal preseason All-State. And you're right, we the format was kind of like your typical showcase, uh, 60s, BP, defensive workout, but then we did live ABs uh, in a simulated game setting. And it seemed like as we were getting towards the end of the defensive workout, kind of all the energy was was kind of you know dissipating it was going away a little bit uh but then once the game started it's like it bam it just ratcheted back up wouldn't you say yeah i mean i think a lot of the kids we had there were super competitive and you know baseball nowadays everyone knows each other so everyone wants to you know get something on their buddy so getting those live abs and helps with the energy and helps us you know sometimes these events can get long it was a 60 kid event but you know the live abs definitely bring a new energy to the, the whole event yeah, and it was, it was a lot of fun from our standpoint, too. We had a couple former future gamers there. Uh, we certainly had a, a couple of guys that might be in the running for this year's future games team. And, uh, you know, and then as we mentioned, we had several committed players, but uh, predominantly uh, uncommitted players in the underclass event. And and one of those guys that, that is committed, Joey, that, uh, you know, showed up to the event and we were pretty fired up when he registered for the event is Brendan Lewis from down in San Diego, who's coming off a uh, state championship football season, uh, you know, just less than a month ago. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Lewis was a player I saw a bunch last spring. I think I probably saw him about three or four times when I was down in San Diego. And he, you know, maybe Godoy, maybe had a little bit of a better spring than him but besides maybe him he put together one of the best freshman seasons of last year he did it on the mound and at the plate and his standout spring helped him earn that commitment to asu you know which to be honest made me a little upset because i wanted him on that future squad but um (laughs) didn't see him at all this past summer and fall so i was you know really interested to see how he kind of looked going to to the all-state underclass and you know he's arguably the most professional bp of, of that of that Saturday line drives up the middle um, e- easy line drives then he made sure you know to showcase that power too and he had a pull side homer in that round and then you know I took a look at his blast metrics post event and 
you know, it was a lot of red in those <laughs> performance tiers less, whether it was the hand speed, the bat speed, the rotational acceleration, the on-plane efficiency. And, you know, when all those are dialed in, that means, you know, your swing is dialed in. He doesn't need to change much there. You know, and then during the defensive workout, you know, fundamentally sound, sure-handedness, you know, combined with the, you know, easy 87 across the diamond. And then, you know, in gameplay, he had two pull-side line drives, and it was, you know, easily one of the most complete performances on Saturday. And he's the kind of dude that um, he'll be the guy on that Granite Hill squad next year. And I'm just excited to see what he'll, he'll do and step up to do next spring. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up his BP because you're right. That that was a, a really professional B, round of BP from him using all fields, showing his ability to use all fields. But, I mean, then you, you factor in the fact, dude, Joey, he, like he just finished football, you know, like we said, three weeks ago, uh, you know, and he came out there and he performed really well. I was chatting with him a little bit, and he said that he was pleased with everything except for his running. And, you know, that, that that'll probably take some time to get back into that baseball shape per se, but... Just a really impressive day from him. Yeah, there was a tons of other shortstops there. I think this was probably one of the most loaded shortstops event events that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Noah Everly was a guy that uh, we both liked coming out of that event too. Yeah, the twenty six out of Maranatha. Um, you know, he took his BP, and there were some some pretty big and aggressive swings, and you know, he looks to elevate the ball. Um, you know, throughout the the uh the bp session there and kind of left you wondering okay i mean you know there's a lot of pop-ups there was you know some line drives and just kind of left you wondering okay you know is he is he just trying to swing for the fences uh but then he you know pulls up in his last at bat of the game and just absolutely hit a missile uh into left center field and you you kind of flashed a look at me and said see uh uh you know and and sure enough i mean he proved it uh, look, I mean, he's the number four ranked player in the 2026 class for a re- pardon me, number eight ranked player in the 26 class for a reason, right? And it starts with, you know, 86 mile an hour exit velo, 67 mile an hour bat speed. Uh, but then he hopped on the mound um, and, you know, just kind of in the middle of the day was like, hey, you know, can I throw? Uh, and we were like, well, you know, sure, go for it. Uh, you know, and it was a you know really impressive 80, 82, 84, uh, good breaking ball, works quick, arm, you know, is pretty loose and whippy. He's uh, a really, really interesting player, uh, only in the 26 class. Yeah, you described it right with the BP. I mean, it seemed like at times he was trying to do too much. But like just from the, the bat speed and hand speed, you're like, this kid has it. It just we want to see it, you know, kind of come together. And it came together that last event, like you said, where I thought that ball was going to leave the yard. Um, defensively, it's it's sound. Um, and and on the mound, like you said, I think he 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 seemed to be the arm that most kids had trouble with picking up, especially with that breaking ball. No one seemed to have a you know comfortable bat when he was was on the mound. But he has a really young face. I, I would think he's a little younger first class. I haven't, I didn't check his, his birthday. But you know, he's super skilled. And once the body kind of gets together, I think you know, he's going to be a special player in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you know, the breaking ball at seventy-two to seventy-four with uh, some some really good spin on it. You know, then he you know mixed in a changeup at seventy-three, seventy-four from that same tunnel, and it's just. You know, there, there, there's a lot of upside here, six foot 175, uh, you know, for Everly. So we'll see, you know, again, only a 26. And speaking of 26, as a guy we've seen now at a couple of PBR events and obviously we'll track pretty closely this spring, you know, out at uh, a loaded Huntington Beach program, C.J. Weinstein, Joey, is, in my opinion, top 
two, three bat in the class in the state? Yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree. I can say with pretty easy confidence that he's one of the most advanced hitters in his class and in California and maybe even the country. I mean, the swing is just so dialed in on all levels. It's a you know controlled balance into landing. It's a really smooth entry. The bat speed is pretty easy effort, and he doesn't he just doesn't miss barrel. I mean, I feel like every ball in his BP round came off the bat with you know consistent good loft and backspin. In game, he had you know two knocks, one oppo single, and then a towering double off the right field wall that I thought was going to leave the yard. And then in those you know live abs, it was just a cool, relaxed, mature confidence where. Now, when you see him up there, like you think he's just going to do something good. And with the glove, it's fundamentally sound. The footwork is solid. He's pretty quick out the glove. The athleticism for him is going to be, you know, decide where, where he kind of ends up in terms of second base or shortstop. And he's, you know, he's still so young, so there's time to wait and see about that. But, you know, he, I'm super excited for his future at Huntington Beach. Yeah, the left-handed bat is is really impressive. I mean, we were impressed with it, you know, last year when he was an eighth grader at our Rising Stars event, and he hit three out up at Harvard Westlake. So, um, you know, it's only getting the body's only getting stronger, uh, and his ability to hit the ball with some power is only going to improve too. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm hoping that he gets a couple abs um, in our preseason tournament. But you know, one player I know who's going to get a ton of abs in our preseason tournament is, you know. John Shorty over at Cyprus. Um, you saw him already this winter, and um, you really liked what he what he did over at on Saturday. Yeah, Short, Shorty's been impressive. You know, obviously since last year, he 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 played on the varsity team last year as a freshman. Uh, currently, the twenty first ranked player in, in the twenty five class, number four uh, third baseman. He's you know five nine five ten ish, but I mean he's built like a brick outhouse, man. I mean at one ninety five. Um, you know, he, he can really, really swing it exit below, you know, hovering around 90, pretty good hand speed, but the bat speed, Joey, and, and, and I know that the bat speed metrics on blast are something that you follow closely, uh, you know, 78 miles an hour, uh, pretty darn impressive, big arm, you know, 85 on the infield, uh, you know, then he hops on the mound and it's pretty impressive on the mound, just the way he competes uh, on the mound, right? Uh, um, you know, he was uh, 86, you know, working 84, 85, topped at 86. The changeup's really good at 70, 78, 77, 78, excuse me. Uh, but the curveball, you know, at 72, 74, um, it, it's not, it's kind of looks like a slider at times. Um you know, but it, it, it calls it a curveball. Um, you know, then he throws something that's more of a true slider at 71, 74. Uh, so it's pretty, uh, he's got, he's got a pretty good, you know, mix on the mound. Uh, but it's just, look, he plays for Cyprus. He played a lot last year. He's going to play a lot the next three years. Um, uh, you know, and as we've, we've come to learn those guys from Cyprus, uh, you know, they're tough, they're not only mentally tough, but they're physically tough. And, and Shorty certainly fits that bill. Um, the guy competes. I saw him a few weeks, a uh, week before Christmas, uh, throw against Hart. Uh, and it was a quick one, two, three, um, you know, then the second inning, uh, you know, he, he overcame a little adversity there after giving up a hit and, and bounced right back. And this is a guy, again, team USA guy this past summer on the 15 U. um, you know, for him, it's a matter of, you know, where, do, where do you play on third base or do you keep him on the mound? Uh, but I think he's going to have an opportunity to do both for Cyprus and a guy that we'll see a bunch this spring. Yo, I think you hit on all the points there. I think I was really impressed with the pitching 
over, over his position player um, outing in my mind. It was maybe the best pitchability of all the pitchers we had there. I mean, lo- like locating with all those four pitches, first strikes, good tempo. The operation's very clean, mechanically speaking. Like, there's no, there wasn't much to critique from that standpoint. So I'm, I'm excited to see him again on the mound and see how he develops as a pitcher. But like you said, the, the three, the third base, you know, offensive skill set too is something that will play for sure down the line. Yeah, the bat, the bat's got a chance to uh, to play for sure. Uh, you know, he'll certainly get enough opportunities, I think, in that lineup. And speaking of guys that are gonna, you know, hit the snot out of the ball and gonna have an opportunity <laughs> this year to prove that is, you know, Jarrett Sable down at Aliso Niguel, a guy we had at the uh, SoCal underclass games down at USD in the fall where he raked and was, you know, if we did MVPs, he certainly would be in the in the running for that. And, oh, what does he do this week? Well, he just comes out and, you know, positions himself at the top of the leaderboard statistically in just about every category. Uh, and then, oh, hits the snot out of the ball and puts himself in the mix for yet another MVP nod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was I was sure we got him at our, you know, that fall event, like you said, the underclass games. After that event, he, he made his commitment to USC which was, you know, comes to no surprise to me and you. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was the second straight event that he just had himself a day. I mean, the bat is, is just bonkers good. <laughs> his it really is. Always fun. Yeah, it's, his VP is always fun to watch and, like, just sit and watch. His swings, he swings it with an angry intent, but it really doesn't start out like that. It's kind of like a slow, controlled buildup to when the hands just fire. And the bat hand speed is just, it's so legit. It's a mid-70s bat speed, mid-20s hand speed, and, when both with with both you know both those are dialed in, it translated to you know three very loud barrels in game, probably the three loudest of the day. Mm-hmm. So you know the the bat we can't I can't talk about enough, but defensively he worked out at catcher and in the outfield, which was you know something new. We didn't get to see him in the outfield at our last event, but mm-hmm. the arm strength you know and the pops did improve from the last event, which was good to see. The arm strength increased by, by about four miles per hour, and his his pop times were you know it was two oh three to two one four, which is a little bit of an improvement and. But I was just happy that he got on the outfield and showed that, you know, he can move well out there and, you know, get off some accurate throws. And, you know, it makes it so that when a team down the line down the line just wants to let the bat play and, you know, take some of the mental and physical stress off, you know, him catching, they can just, you know, throw him out in the outfield and he can handle himself out there. So, yeah, oh, and oh, 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 so. yeah, and oh, by the way, sorry to, to jump on you there, but oh, by the way, he was 91 from the outfield. Um, oh, that's, that's yeah, that's, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a, a cannon, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think you, you're spot on there. The bat is got a chance to be really special. And obviously, you know, he comes from a long line of baseball players with his two older brothers, uh, being in pro ball, um, you know, and, and it's just, but the thing I really like about Sable man is his personality. Uh, I mean, you can just chat with him and he's always got a smile on his face and, you know, just a really nice, genuine kid, which is, uh, you know, in my book, carries a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of, you know, uh, makeup checklist, like for me and you, I think we talked about this, like the love of being at the yard is like crucial. Like, mm-hmm. you know, being a hard worker, work ethic, all that stuff is important. But like the best players always seem to love being at the field. And he's one of those guys that always checks up box whenever we see him. Yeah, absolutely. So. Going on to, you know, maybe the next guy who put it together, this like maybe just as loud as a BP, um, as Jarrett was probably Trent Grinling over at Beach. I mean, just another loud display from him. 
that I think we consistently see whenever we see him in games, but we finally got to see it in showcase format. Yeah, you know, the, the Long Beach State commit, as you mentioned, 6'2", 205, bigger body for a catcher. He's currently the number three catcher in his class in the state. And But, dude, th- this guy is is this guy's an animal, Joey. Um, just, I mean, <laughs> one, 197 to 202 pops, 81 uh, from, you know, from out of the crouch, 91 from the outfield. Uh, it didn't run well, but a lot of guys didn't run well. It was damp. It was on turf. They weren't allowed to wear spikes. Um, so I take that with a grain of salt. But all this guy did was hit, man. I mean, his BP to the tune of, you know, 95 mile an hour exit velo was impressive. And as you said, hit a couple out, went the other way into the gaps um, with it during BP. You know, then obviously in game put together some some quality at bats there and had a pair of hits. And um you know, if you look at 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 all of his numbers, uh, you know there's there's a couple that might make you scratch your head. Like, uh, for example, the rotational acceler- acceleration from blast was only eight miles an hour, um, or only eight, excuse me, which is is pretty low. But then you you look at his bat speed of 77 and his hand speed of 23 and exit below 95, and you're like, uh, okay, well, I mean that means that there's potentially even more juice in there. Um, which is a frightening thought because all this guy does is hit. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's really impressive to me what he was able to accomplish, uh, this past weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. I feel like every game I saw of Huntington Beach is last, last spring and into this winter, he's always hit, always, Mm -hmm. always hit. I think I have about six tweets in my, my, (laughs) on my, on my Twitter that are of him just barreling up baseballs. And he, he's just another guy that just loves being at the field. He loves hitting. He just He's just a dog. He's a, he's a complete animal when he's out there, and it, he's a physical specimen as well. So I, I'm expecting a monster spring out of him, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he, he, uh, he hits a ton of bombs this year for Huntington Beach. No, that that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. And, you, you know, you touched on him being a, a, a kind of a, a monster physically – you know, another catcher who, who's who got the frame to be a physical monster, um, you know, is a little on the thin side now, obviously wiry strong. That's Nolan Stoll. Yeah, Nolan's a super intriguing young player. I mean, you know, you took a le- you take a look at the frame and it kind of screams like a first base profile, 6'4", 170. But no, no, he's a catcher and he's a pretty solid one. You know, I saw him play out in a winter ball game out in Burbank with his West Ranch, West Ranch squad and you know, he had himself a couple knocks and, you know, really handled himself behind the plate, you know, and after that event, you know, he continued to tag me and you and in his videos on Twitter and, you know, showing that he's you know, putting together a really good, you know, fall and winter for West Ranch. So, you know, that led me and you to send over an invite to this event. And, you know, he, besides Sable, was the only guy to barrel three balls during gameplay, which is pretty impressive. And, you know, the swing is really simple and smooth. The bat and hand speed, you know, they aren't quite loud as you know grinlingers and, and sables but it's you know good rhythm and the swing works on a good path and he's just consistently on time and when those things you know are dialed in all and the bat speed and hand speed are the things you need to improve like those are good signs and you know behind the play he manages very well frames pretty well the catch and throw is getting there i think the footwork and the exchange are pretty dialed in but you know, he just needs to build up some of that arm strength and he's still you know a young 25 so I, there's you know time to believe he'll improve there but there's a lot to like less, and you know when he starts really getting into his body and filling out and gaining strength, you know that's a name to to watch. 
Yeah, it's 6'4", 170. I mean, he's, like I said, you know, at the top when we started discussing him, I mean, he's wiry strong, right? I mean, he's not this big, bulking, you know, strapping, you know, mass of humanity. He's, you know, he's a, he's a long, lean, um, you know, skinnier kid who most certainly can handle the bat, as you said, with those three knocks. And then I, I actually like the catch and throw. Um, he's quick for his size out of the crouch. Uh, the arm strength certainly, you know, should improve as he continues to add mass. But um, he's a guy, you know, at West Ranch who they've got a few guys in that 25 class that I know you like. Um, but he's certainly a guy uh, that will get, you know, a lot of attention this spring, I think, just because of his ability uh, to handle pitchers behind the plate. Like you, you talked about a little bit, the glove work there is good. Um, you know, it's just a matter of more repetitions and then, you know, ultimately adding that strength. and. Uh, yeah, I think he'll get there. Yeah, I think he'll get there too. I mean, just the, the fact that he's played so much on the varsity squad this this fall and winter makes it seem like he'll get his you know playing off opportunities in the spring, which excites me because I'm going to try to cover that league as much as I can because I love a lot of the uncommitted players right now on some of those squads. But one guy that I another guy that I saw this fall and winter that I know was impressive to me, but you really liked in your first look at him this this. Uh, this past Saturday was Josh Stonehouse, another physical specimen. Yeah, Stoney, you know, it's the first time I've seen Stoney um, since the, you know, All-State last spring, last year. Yeah, uh, that's in, right. In, in, in 22, and, you know, we got a chance to see him a little bit during the summer. Obviously, he was, you know, running around all over the country, but, you know, he played with the uh, legacy team in our, in our summer tournament. Uh, had a chance to see him there and and all you know i i think i i told you this at the event like this this guy just gets better and better and better right and um you know it's a left-handed bat with some power um you know 91 mile an hour exit velo plays first base uh he's also a pitcher he's still listed as a pitcher although he's he's probably a a corner guy first base outfield type dude in the future um you know but this guy with the bats got a chance, I think, to to do some damage. BP was was really impressive, you know, going you know middle middle, uh, peppering the gaps with with some fastball or pardon me with some line drives. Um, he keeps it out of the air, which is what I like. You know, not a lot of pop ups. I think he had one during his BP session. Uh, the rest were line drives, and and that's pretty darn impressive uh, in and of itself. Six one, 193 pounds. Um, you know, he's got the frame to potentially grow a couple more inches and certainly add, you know, another 20, 25 pounds by the time he's done growing. And uh, once that happens, uh, you know, I think, you know, watch out because uh, the bat, in my opinion, works really well. You know, 72 mile an hour bat speed, uh, 21 mile an hour hand speed. Uh, you know, this is a guy that, that gets the barrel to the ball and he does so in a hurry. Yeah, I think... Um... I've talked to Coach Wilkerson over at Chaminade a bit about his squad, and, and he's one of the players, Stonehouse is one of the players he's really excited about heading into the spring. It looks like he's going to get the chance to start every day at first base, which is exciting, you know, and he's going to challenge himself. I mean, the Mission League's loaded this year. They just added Sierra Canyon, so really excited to see what type of spring he puts up, you know, getting to play every day. And, um, no, he's I'm going to be seeing a lot of him for sure. Yeah, and, that, and another guy we'll be seeing more of, this year and you know we had a lot of kids come up from san diego for this event which was awesome um you know not just southern section guys so it gives us an opportunity to see those guys too and you know one one kid that came up from san diego's left-handed pitcher ian fisher out of carlsbad high school 
six foot of buck seventy five. Uh, you know, he he was pretty impressive, Joe. He twirled it pretty well up there. Yeah, you know, Ian, you know, had a, he had an injury riddled spring that held him back from getting on some radars. Um, but this summer and fall, he's really gotten himself healthy, and everything seems to be trending in the right direction. Um, he's one of the more refined arms in his class, in my opinion. He understand that he understands how he moves and is able to repeat his delivery extremely well. There's some de- deception to it too, where you know he sets a pretty high know glove arm and he kind of pulls down from there which kind of hides his his throwing arm pretty well the fastball was 82 to 83 on saturday but i've seen it hit some fours and fives in some of the looks i've had he has a really good downward fading changeup that was his go-to secondary on saturday got a couple of swings and misses then he has a you know a larger breaking slower curveball that he can land for strikes too and and the five batters that he faced i think he struck out two gave up one knock and two ground outs so he's he's gonna he's in line to throw a bunch of innings for Carlsbad this upcoming spring, and he's hungry he's very hungry to get after it after missing, you know all you know the 2022 spring, and in that North County League, you, know, you have Torrey Pines, you have La Costa Canyon, you have Rancho Bernardo, so that's as good as it gets in San Diego, and I'm excited to see what type of numbers he puts up. Yeah, I just was really impressed, obviously, my first viewing of him, but I was really impressed with just how he attacked hitters, right? You talked about the kind of the slow developing curveball, but man, that curveball really plays up coming off that fastball and that changeup, and and guys really struggled to, to pick up the spin off of him uh, with that curveball, and you know, he mixed up pitches, right? I mean, he would start a guy fastball, next guy he'd start him breaking ball, then the next guy he would start him changeup, and you know, he wasn't tipping pitches. He wasn't giving, you know, any sort of patterns away. It was just a really, really impressive uh, outing, I thought, for Fisher. No, his, his pitch ability is definitely, you know, advanced. Like the ability, like you said, to locate all three for strikes in zone, like is something that you don't really see out of 25 arms, which makes me really excited to see, you know, what he'll need. He'll need to be doing that against some of the lineups he'll face during the spring season. But Maybe the, you know, former future gamer Trey Godoy was was there on Saturday, and he's going to be a guy in San Diego that's going to, my in my opinion, put together another monster spring. He maybe put together the best freshman you know season in, in Southern California from what I remember. But he's he's due for another monster spring. What you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Godoy, the UCLA commit, as you mentioned, we took him out to future games last summer where he showed really well, ran a 7 0, um, you know, hit some balls really well during BP, had a couple knocks during the games. But, you know, this was our, my first viewing of him since then, I believe. I think I may have seen him one other time. And, uh, you know, just a, a really quiet guy, doesn't say a whole lot. You know, we'll smile at you, we'll chat a little bit, but doesn't say a whole lot, goes about his business. Uh, you know, he came out and he, he ran and then we got into BP and, and his BP wasn't the best. Um, and I think he would admit that too. Like it, it, there was some things where, uh, you know, made you wonder like, Oh, what, you know, what's going on here? Uh, this isn't the Trey Godoy that we're familiar with, you know, a lot of balls in the air. Uh, but then, you know, once you get into the game and we've seen this so much lately, Joey, it just, it blows my mind. Like, 
you know, some guys just, they just don't do well in a showcase. Not that he did awful, but uh, again, as BP, you know, we've seen better, uh, you know, but then he gets into the game. He, he made that really good play in center field, run into his right to make a catch. And then he made that other really good play in center field coming in and on the ball and the guy. And as soon as the guy went back to tag, I yelled, don't run on Trey. And sure enough, you know, he, he threw him out by like three steps. Uh, and then the catcher, I can't remember who the catcher was. Uh, Might've been Shane Miranda, who will talk about here shortly. He's like, you don't run on Trey, man. You just don't run on Trey. And so that was, that was really, you know, really nice to see there because, um, you know, again, he, he really just switched it around in game and, you know, had, a, had an, uh, at least one knock meta had a, a second one as well. Uh, at least one that I remember, um, you know, and, and his ability to get down the line, his ability to put the ball where it needs to be off the bat is, is really impressive for only a sophomore. No, in terms of, you know, 25 left-handed bat to ball, it's the best. It's the, it's the best I've seen. He didn't strike out once, I believe, in future games. Um, no. in, his, in his three games there, it's it's serious. He, this man will not strike out. He, and that's, you know, I love those types of bats. He's got some sneaky pop. Like you said, he didn't have his best BP. I think his last two swings, though, he banged two off the right field wall, which was like, oh, there is a trade mm-hmm. that we know. Mm-hmm. And then and then you mentioned the, the defense. It's it's sneaky good defense, man. He gets great jumps. You know, off off the bat, and um, his his arm is as accurate as it gets. I mean, I think in defensive workout, all five throws were accurate. One hop throws, you know, two to third and three to home, all five are accurate. So, no, I, I just love watching him play. He's one of those guys where you know, if I go see him play, I know he's gonna do something for me to put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my and- job easy. Yeah, his ability to to catch the ball out front is is pretty uncanny, man. Like it, it's you know for for a guy that's only a sophomore in, in high school, um, you know that was one of the more impressive things. Just you know rewatching the video of his BP and comparing it to what, what what I have on my notes. But his ability to catch the ball out front is um, is is really impressive for for a young guy. And you know another twenty five that we had there who we've seen a bunch. Uh, you know, the last year and a half and, and a guy who's, in my opinion, primed for a really big season out at Miracosta. That's Mark Emmerman, man. Yeah, Mark, you know, he was definitely, you, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked if you were to say that he was, maybe he was the top defensive middle infielder that we had out on Saturday. I mean, that's what I think. And the glove and footwork is as legit as it gets up the middle. I mean, it's smooth. The rhythm that he he plays with when he's when he's approaching the ground balls, the heel to toe, the way he gets off his throws, it's all smooth and what you like to see up the middle. The arm strength continue is continuing to trend up with him, which is a positive sign as well. And the bat has always been the thing that has been a little inconsistent in some of our looks, but the bat played in game during our live AB portion. It's a kind of a steeper bat path, but he showed that you know he has some some decent barrel accuracy as you know as well. He had two oppo knocks, and if the bat continues to show the type of ability that we saw on Saturday down the line, the defensive skills are going to hold itself together, whether it's at second or shortstop. Um, if that bat just continues to continues to show itself more, he'll be a player that colleges will need to start getting on. 100%. I, I love that you brought up his defense because the defense was, as you said, probably the best middle infield defense we saw um, you know, he's a little on the smaller side at five, nine, but he's only, you know, buck 55. He still has time, uh, you know, to potentially grow and, and certainly, you know, fill out. Uh, but, you know, 
like you mentioned, the the at-bats in-game, and listen, BP is BP, right? And we've seen guys have phenomenal BP and then just look like they've never hit a ball during a game and vice versa, uh, you know, but his his BP was, was, was okay, wasn't, you know, great, wasn't anything eye-popping. Uh, but then in game, uh, it was it was really impressive, and you like to see those things, right? That kind of that light switch go on for guys, um, and, and it certainly went on for Mark. And, and I thought he he showed really really well uh, for himself this past weekend. And and when you look at the roster of players that we had, uh, particularly middle infielders, and you talked about this at the top, you know this was about as loaded a shortstop middle infield group that we've had. Uh, and when you when you look at that and then you say, hey, this guy might have been the best one there, uh, that tells you all you need to know about him. Yeah, I know Coach Diver over at Miracosta is excited about him. He's going to get plenty of opportunities to, to you know to show out this spring, and that that you know that Bay League is has tons of good teams. So he's another guy that I'll be watching those you know, those stat lines to see what type of you know spring he puts up. But um. One guy that also I want to talk about, I want you know, I want to talk about, and I know you really liked, was a player. When I told you that he was the starting catcher at you know St. Augustine last spring, you were you were a little shocked by that, but I was <laughs> shocked by that at first. And then you you saw him work out and saw him in game, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. And that's you know that was Shane Miranda. Yeah, when 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 you told me that, I was a little taken aback. I had seen St. Augustine a few times last year, and I don't remember them having a freshman catcher, but it doesn't mean it wasn't the case. It just means that I'm old and I don't remember things. But I look at his, I look at my notes that I have on him, um, you know, and it starts off with like the bat, um, and then somewhere in there, uh, catch and throw is good. Um, arm strength is above average. And then at the end, it just says really like him. (laughs) So, uh, you know, this is a guy who really, really impressed me, uh, really a a nice kid had a chance to chat with him a little bit during the event and then afterwards and, you know, pop times in the two Oh four to two one, uh, you know, exit below of 87, but it's the arm strength at 73 for a a 25 who's 5'11", 185. Uh, That was impressive, but also the accuracy on his throws. Uh, You know, everything is low and to the first base side of second base, Uh, you know, giving infielders an opportunity to make a play. Nothing sailed on him, you know, whether it was uh, the workout throws, whether it was the throwdowns between innings, or whether it was a, a, a stolen base attempt nothing sailed on him everything stays about belt high uh before it starts to fade down towards the bag and that in and of itself was pretty impressive to me uh you know but the bat man i i like the bat on miranda uh you know the the bp showed itself to be uh pretty good uh you know using all fields there with with uh uh, during that that session uh, but you know in game was was good too right you got the barrel on the ball a couple of times um, I, I don't have my sheet in front of me so I can't remember exactly what he finished up with uh, but you know he had, he, a, he, he had an oppo line drive to the left center that was very impressive off a of breaking ball if I remember correctly less yeah and, and I, I remember he had one, at least one hit and that's probably the hit I remember um, you know and I'm glad you mentioned that the opus oppo uh, line drive because you know this is a left-handed hitting catcher uh, who is going to develop the strength 
to uh, you know continue to drive balls not only into the gaps but uh, potentially over the fence because it's a simple rhythmic and balanced swing. Um, there's not a lot of moving parts. Uh, the hands are pretty quiet. The head stays very still. Um, you know, but his ability again to get the barrel on the ball uh, was something that really impressed me following up his defensive workout. Yeah, you know, no, that, I'm excited to see what. What you say, Les? No, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that. You know, I I got to talk to him. You know, I saw him last spring, saw him play, and I got to talk to, talk to him at a San Diego All Star game. And he's a very receptive type player. Where you know, even after the his at bats on Saturday, he'd ask me questions about how his at bats went. Like, was he over, under, on time, late, early? That stands out to me in terms of you know players that you know. Are, like want to learn about their their own swings and learn what's wrong, their deficiencies, their efficiencies, whatever. So those are so that was something that stood out to me real quick before I wanted to mention before we move on. Yeah, you know, and and if you know anything about San Diego High School baseball as you and I do, you know, St. Augustine is is a premier program in that area and for a freshman to step in and be the starting catcher, uh, that tells you a whole lot about his ability. Um, you know, on the diamond and, uh, you know, moving on to, to another guy who absolutely blew me away. Right. And, and I mean, this guy was about as impressive as, as anyone, uh, I think that we had at the, um, the underclass preseason all state. And, you know, he's kind of tucked away up there, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, up, up in the mountain area and, uh, you know, six, one, 178 pounds, you know, shortstop first baseman, Isaiah Reveron, uh, at Apple Valley high school. Uh, you know, what, one of, one of the notes I have on him during BP BP is violent, aggressive hacks. Um, and they, they, while they might've been violent and aggressive, Boy, does that bat work, Joey? Yeah, I mean, it was it was funny, you know, when we have check in at our, at our events and certain players walk up. There's certain players that like I invite to this event and I talked to you about before the event. I'm like, you know, if he has himself a day, like we can get some things rolling for him. <laughs> get some things rolling for him. You know, I think you know at at this event last year was you know Easton Hawk and, and Maximo Martinez, and at this event, I think you know a couple of months down the line after this spring, we're gonna be saying. You know, Isaiah Reverone is the guy was was that type of guy. I mean, like you said, six one one seventy eight. That it, it's a really good frame, and it's a frame that really moved well up the middle. The footwork was smooth. The glove, the glove, you know, the glove, the, the glove to hand quickness was really good. The the arm strength was there, and then like you said, the BP. He swung it with intent to do damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was noticeable bat hand speed. I think the bat speed was in the mid high seventies. Hand speed was in the you know the mid twenties, and he flashed some some really serious pull side power. I think he went yard twice in that round. No, he's just a player that you no know, he because of his performance, he's forced myself to go see him next spring, <laughs> even though you know I don't maybe want to go out that far, but just like he just forced me to last. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough, right? When you when you try to decide. Who, you know, who to go see, uh, you know, you factor in a lot of different things, competition, you know, quality of the teams, things like that. And uh, this is a guy who, um, if I'm not mistaken, committed to Pacific the day after our event. Um, 
and I could be I could have him confused with one other player, but um, the you know he, he was just darn impressive. And I think Joey, going back to your earlier comment where you said you know uh, talking about these guys that we haven't seen a whole lot uh, or that I haven't seen, I think your quote was I'm going to blow him up. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> you, you know the, I think that I think that's what were your exact words there and. Uh, you know, he certainly is deserving of the attention given uh, what he showed uh, at our event. Yeah, I mean, another player I would kind of bucket into that is like that type of player where he does a lot of loud things and a player, an uncommitted player that we can, you know, after this event, we're going to try to, you know, get some things rolling with is, you know, Eric Zunek over at, at Maranatha. Yeah, you know, we saw Eric at the uh, Inland Empire SoCal Rising Stars uh, event we had last spring as an eighth grader, uh, and I think you and I both were pretty impressed with his abilities with the bat, um, you know, and his his ability to, you know, land a few pitches for strikes, but, uh, you know, he's now grown. <laughs> he's, you know, 6'2", six, two, six, two, 190. Uh, you know, he was he was hovering around that six foot, you know, 170 mark uh, when we saw him last year. Uh, you know, he's starting to fill out, um, you know, right, right outfielder, right-handed pitcher, you know, good arm strength from the outfield, 85. Uh, you know, the but that that mass and that strength that he's added, um, you know, is starting to translate when it comes to exit velos. You know, he's up to 93 with the exit velo. Uh, the bat speed's at around 74 miles an hour, uh, you know, and then on the mound, you know, it's a 83-84 with the fastball, pretty good spin rates on that. Curveball dips quite a bit, you know, down into the uh, um, uh, low 60s, um, you know, and same with the slider, uh, you know, but this is a guy who's going to, like Noah Everly, another 26 at Marinette, who's going to have an opportunity to, uh, you know, crack that lineup, I think, this year and get some innings, um, either uh, innings on the mound or, you know, certainly some at-bats for uh, for Coach Shoop over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about Eric because, you know, you, like you said, he's 6'2", 190, but it doesn't look it like mm-hmm. it's still pretty lean. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, this kid's not done growing. <laughs> and when, when the physical tools that he does possess the strength and the, like the arm strength and the bat speed and all that match with a body that's not done growing. <laughs> it gets, it gets really exciting. Sometimes you, you get those guys who are like you know, the young, the young 25s and 26s where they have those physical tools, but you think the body's max. Uh, Eric's not one of those guys. So you know, like, I'm really excited to see if he can, you know, crack into the lineup or, you know, get some you know innings on the mound for, for a pretty decent Maranatha squad from the looks of it. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy, Joey, who by the time it's all said and done, you know, could potentially be, you know, a 6'4", 6'5", 205, you know, outfield pitcher guy. And, you know, if if he does, you know, sprout to those sizes, I mean, watch out because he's got some pretty good baseball savvy for just being a freshman, really kind of understands what he needs to do, what he's trying to do. Um, You know, it's it's a pretty impressive ball player. No, most definitely less. Yeah, and we you know we had a, we had a lot of those those ball players there at the uh, preseason all state uh, underclass event there uh, last last weekend. Um, Joey, any other guys or any other you know tidbits you want to throw in before we wrap this up? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll give some quick love to some some of the other 27s that we had there. Zion Martinez and, and mm-hmm. Jake Jimenez. Those two, you know, we've had at at several events. Um, Jake Jake showed out pretty well at our underclass games last last year, competing against some solid arms, and he came out you know on Saturday again and competed against some tough arms and had himself a, some good at bats. And in terms of Zion Martinez, I mean, this kid looks the part of a you know future stud middle infielder. I mean, the defensive you know. Uh, uh, the defense looks legit. I mean, the footwork and the arm play right now, and it looks like they're going to play in high school. And the, the left-handed stick is is pretty pretty good as well. So those two, I want to give a quick shout out to because you know twenty sevens that come in and compete against twenty fives and twenty sixes always always cool, cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I got a couple more guys to throw in there too. Rowan Brown, the catcher out of Patrick Henry down in San Diego. Really impressed with him, man. Uh, uh, he's a little top hand heavy at the plate, but uh, the barrel is quick and he gets the barrel to the ball pretty well, pretty easily. Good frame on him at 6'1", 173. Catch and throws is really good. Um, I like that quite a bit. And um, uh, one of the other guys, uh, Gavin Flores, who we saw at the underclass games, uh, he looks like he's just continues to fill out, man. 6'2", 190, um, tons and tons and tons of confidence in this kid. Uh, and I really, really like that about him because he backs it up with the bat. Uh, you know, for, for me at least. And, uh, you know, then the, uh, the last guy, uh, Marcus McQueen, uh, right-handed pitcher, first baseman, easy, easy juice in the bat. Um, 6'3", 215 out of Cajon High School. Uh, you know, we'll need to do some work on the body. Uh, but he got on the mound, man. It was 84, 86, pumping strikes. And it was pretty darn impressive. But, again, the the juice in the bat's pretty real for, for McQueen, in my opinion. Yeah, one quick note on Marcus. I think he's definitely a guy to watch as – with the way he moves on the mound, it's not like um, he's – it's a really easy arm, easy effort arm. So if he loses, you know, some, some wang gets that body right, the velo should actually, I think, probably tick up because the force down the mound will be a little bit faster and more dynamic. And that's, that's something to be on the lookout for if you're going to go see him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Joey – that uh, will put a wrap on our SoCal preseason All-State underclass event. Uh, about, geez, I think we went through about 20 guys there. So uh, kudos to those guys for, uh, you know, coming out and, and, and showing out and, you know, making the list here. And uh, Joey Camp, uh, thank you enough to uh, for coming on and, and recapping this with me. We'll be back uh, probably in the next few days with a recap of the upper class event. Uh, which took place the next day. And uh, Joey, uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks, Les. Always a pleasure. Big thanks to Joey Cohen for joining me on the podcast today to break down the SoCal preseason All-State Underclass event. Be sure to check out PrepBaseballReport.com for all your news, event, and rankings information. And until next time, we'll see you at the yard.